Welcome. This is not your average musician podcast with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the astute Dalton McLaughlin. Yes, wow. sir. What's astute. going on, bro? <laughs> Very cool. Um, uh, not, not a whole lot. So I'm curious because, you know, I'm uh, quizzing you on your usage of words. Can you use astute in a sentence? Um, yeah. With me, with me involved, of course, because apparently I'm astute. Mm, I got to come better prepared with these words now since you're going to put me in the spot like that. I mean, I don't have to. We can just leave it in the dark and it's kind of funny. No, but no, now it's good. I'm try- now I'm like spelling bee. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> yeah, you could say he's like uh, an astute person or an astute, uh, an astute businessman, an astute... Um, what else could it say? An astute... Oh, man, I'm blanking. That's all I got. Do you uh, know what it means? Or... <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, you're like... I mean, okay, so now... Ooh, now we're both on the spot of vocabulary. <laughs> um, like, okay, so I would say without looking at a definition of astute would be like yeah. somebody who's like kind of like on top of their game. Yes. You know, like and, and on top of their game is in like smart like knowledgeable like that kind of person not just like on top of it like you're like showing up all the time like you're showing up and you know what's going on exactly Um, yeah like that kind of but to you know for future podcasts to put you on the spot when you are spelling being it you can't just say for put it in a sentence you're like dalton is astute you can't because there has to be context yeah dalton is astute because he has great ideas for teaching Tuesday. Ah. And you're like, oh, okay. So he's that's astute a good because, you know, he's contributing. He's on top of it. He's that kind of thing. I gotcha. So I'll I'll get my game up when it comes to my my use it in a sentence repertoire. Yeah, you can't just stuff. say Dalton is profound. You're like, or Dalton is astute. I'm like, okay, why? It's like a cop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Um. But yeah, no, I'm chilling. I'm good. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I I passed my Ed TPA. I don't know yes, if I said that did. on the. You pod. did, but you can say it again. It's a I, big I said it again because it's a deal. big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I yeah, we're recording right now, yeah, May seventh. Yeah, I get my. I'm like officially like indoctrinated into like teaching hood soon. Yes, um, sir. With the official piece of paper. So yippee, I get another piece of paper. <laughs> but this one, one, one more. This yeah. one matters. <laughs> this one does matter, bro. You yeah. can't you can't teach the public school without this piece of paper. So I, I need it. Yeah, um, no, it's gonna be But what about what good. about you? Uh that I saw the clean and jerk thingy on social media. Is that right? Is that what that is? Uh clean and split jerk, but yeah, that's oh. close enough. Yeah. Um it's uh, Dalton. So I put up a video on Instagram of me doing a lift with pretty bad form. Like I did, it's not that good. Like you saw, I tri- I kind of tripped, but it was. I put it up there, and and then Dalton was like, "Watch out! It's a fitness page now." I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "What a smart little man." <laughs> yeah, I thought um, I was pretty good. No, it was it was alright. Um, but yeah, man. No, we're wrapping up the semester. I've got like two weeks left, and I'm just really looking forward to my vacation next month. Are you going to start uh, selling tea on Instagram, like the fitness tea, too? <laughs> no, I'm going to start selling uh, 
metro prag uh do lifts to a metronome i'm gonna combine dalton's dark magic of metronome practice to lifting and see where that gets me bro i feel like that would be hard <laughs> lifting to a beat no not mm-hmm. lifting to a beat but like having a thing where it'd be like imagine like i don't know that like if you're like doing a form like I, and i'm just making something up so don't don't attack me with this is the silliest idea you've ever had <laughs> but like you're doing like a bench press and you're doing like slow 16th notes and you have to go like down and it goes and you like actually like have like the different notes and it's like up down yeah this is that's what it's gonna be and i'm not gonna make no money and nobody's gonna buy anything bro imagine trying to like deadlift to that that'd be you'd pass out just deadlifting in general now you gotta add another another layer to to this puzzle but on another less rambly note, today is Tuesday. It's Teaching Tuesday, son. So, well, at least when the episode comes out, it's going to be Tuesday. So, you know, no worries there. And today we're going to be talking about how to transcribe music. Specifically, we're going to give you three steps to transcribing. Because, And I like what Dalton said before, so I'm going to repeat it. And I got to give you credit. They're like, transcribing, it's not complicated. It's just tedious and it can be very difficult, but the process is pretty straightforward. And that's why we only have three steps. It's simple, but if you've never done this, it's going to be tough at the beginning. So you got to start with something simpler. If you have tried it or you know what it is, you know, this is going to, we're just going to break it down so you can just kind of tackle this sequentially. Yeah. Don't try to transcribe a, um, Steve Vai solo right away. That's going to be really hard. It's going to be a little tough. Yeah, I'm not, and we're not going to lie. Also, just so everybody knows, like, let's start off even more basic at a step 0.5 of just what is transcribing. Ooh, um, very good. Just to just give a shout out before we get too excited mm-hmm. is that it's just the act of um, somebody else plays something and you play it back. You don't necessarily have to write it down. We're actually going to talk about that. But yeah, it's just like learning something that somebody else did and you can play it, you can write it down. That that that's all it is. It's nothing yeah, crazy. Yeah, and the, the idea I think behind transcribing is like you're learning it by ear. Is the, is the big idea behind it, right? You're not mm-hmm. like pulling yeah, no, the tabs no music with you. Yeah, or would, or the chart, you know, if you if that you're kind <laughs> of, that, that's not transcribing, then you're reading. Yeah, you're reading. That's something different. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's obviously a lot of value in like pulling music and just like reading it and putting it to the recording that's that's a fair way of learning music this is another very important skill i think that musicians should have especially guitar players i feel i feel like this falls by the wayside we we get very used to the shapes and all this and like reading reading a lot of music and and i feel like transcribing falls by the wayside a little bit and your musician your skills suffer because of it so I think one of, and I'll keep this very brief, but one of the big benefits of transcribing is that your ears get sharp. Like they get really sharp. You know, the more you do it and it's, it becomes easier and easier to pick stuff up by ear. I have students ask me that. Like sometimes I don't have crazy ears or anything like that, but sometimes I hear something like I kind of know what it is and I start guessing mm-hmm. and, you know, a couple of guesses and I'm there. You know, and my students sometimes look at me like I create, like I invented fire. You know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, they really do, right? Like, we're like, dude, did you just, how'd you just do that? And I'm like, I told them, like, it's not magic. 
it's you know i just you know somebody taught me how to do this and like i can tell you it's not easy it takes up time it takes time and practice but that's one of the big benefits of transcribing is like you're really putting your ear to work and it, it it's pretty cool to start picking up stuff by ear as time goes on so Dis- yeah. disclaimer isaac is not a magician I mean, I'm not a magician. I, I'm, I don't practice the, the black arts, the dark arts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so step number one in transcribing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this one, Dalton, if that's cool with you, is go for it. Listening and not just like listening in the sense of like, oh, I want to learn this solo. I'm going to play it like once or twice and I'm going to start learning it. You could do that, but it's going to make it harder. Listening means like, like, like almost like memorizing it before you even touch your instrument, before you even start wondering what the notes are. It's like when, when, when I have students that want to learn how to transcribe, I'm like, okay, let's pick a song that you don't know how to play, but that, you know, that you've like been listening to maybe Mm -hmm. your whole life. Why? Because you know what it should sound like. And I, I go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're like trying to transcribe something and someone's like, you get one listen and that's it. It's just like, bro, you don't even know the song, do you? Exactly. So, that's yeah, rough. N- knowing it is, is good um, because you can kind of, I don't want to give it away because we're not at that step yet, but you can almost figure out parts without having to put too much listening work in because you yeah. know it. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what, that's what it is. If you, if you're getting it wrong, you're gonna it's gonna jump out at you more obvious it's it's gonna be more apparent that you know something's not right whether it be with Mm -hmm. the notes the rhythm or whatever so i think it's just listening when i have to transcribe something that i don't know especially for school like if it was an assignment i would put it on a loop on my on my playlist like i'll just listen to that one song and when i'm commuting it's not the most exciting thing but it gets in your head and that's it makes the process easier and i told i always tell my students like okay in the future when you transcribe pieces of music that you don't know you know like and we transcribe one that they were familiar with you have to try and become as familiar with these pieces just like you were with that one that we did together you know absolutely Um, and yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say is like once you get into that um, and you, you are transcribing is something that's important is that you can like sing it back. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I always say like, especially on like, I mean, I know we're, we're guitarists, so I always bring things back to guitar, but like singing things and like play it back. Like, I don't even think of like the notes I'm playing. I'm just like, sing it. I like know like the shapes of where it's going and I'm not thinking I'm like, I'm playing a B here and a G there. I'm just like, nope, this part goes these couple notes and i play it and it sounds how the other person did it so i know in guitar world like singing it back is good and in the other worlds but like so you're not thinking so much about note by note because then you're gonna you're gonna explode in the transcribing process which is yeah not good and then something else guitar we're lucky very visual instrument Uh, i know when i'm transcribing not only like hearing it singing it but I, I like watching what they're doing too because guitar, you know, we have a like there's the, a lot um, of ways to play the same thing. Yeah, not a lot of ways. There's like eighty. And yeah. it's just like <laughs> why, bro? Why does yeah. this instrument make no sense? Yeah, so it's like, very shape based. Yeah. Yeah, seeing seeing the fingerings that people are doing is like so helpful. For yeah, us. even sometimes even just seeing what position in the neck is this person in mm-hmm. gets me way closer. Like, oh, he's not. 
you know, he's not by fret one. He's by fret like 13, you know, obviously the range is where you could pick it up. But things like that, you know, where you're like, you could just see where the reg which register, which position he's in. And you can start kind of guessing at the fingerings and make more sense because of mm -hmm. that position, you know. And if you, you know your scales, you know your arpeggios, you know your shapes, that's when it all comes in handy because you're like, oh, he's, you know, these are the notes. You can start kind of like, I feel like transcribing is like guessing, but like educated guessing. You just take guess, guess, guess. And mm -hmm. the more you do it, the, the less guessing you have to do. Ooh, something else with uh, not only the guessing, but uh, when you're listening and I guess this kind of segues nicely into the second part, which is playing it on your instrument, mm -hmm. um, that we are blessed in 2021 with technology that kicks butt. So when you are playing something and if somebody's shredding really fast, you can slow it down <laughs> Yep. On through apps or I've been doing it on YouTube a lot, even though I have the amazing slow downer and it is quite an amazing app, a little plug for that app. But on YouTube, it's nice that you can slow it down and watch it at a slower speed. Like imagine yeah. 30 years ago, like they didn't get to do that. Or not even 30 years, dude. Like YouTube came out in 2007 and I know yeah. the slowdown feature hasn't been there the whole time. So yeah, I was actually looking for, I have a book and I can't remember, I can't see it. Um, but the, there was a jazz pianist who told this story and I, for, I forget his name, but he, he's like a big deal. Um, and he always talked about transcribing and, and jazz guys are like huge on transcribing. Like everything mm -hmm. should come from the record to your ear. That's it. And, and he said back in the day, they, they, you know, they were college students. They were broke. So when the new records came out and I'm talking like in the 70s, when the new mm -hmm. records came out and they all wanted to learn these really cool lines that were, you know, their the grades were coming out with only they would all chip in to buy one <laughs> one record and they would all go in one room and listen to it for hours and just start like singing and back. They would literally memorize the music and then go back and start playing it, you know, but without the music, they didn't have access to this technology. Like there was no excuse at this point, you know? Um, and to to elaborate on some of the no, uh, tools that Dalton mentioned, he mentioned the amazing slowdowner, which was recommended to me by like my first guitar teacher and I've been using it ever since. I have it for my phone, but there are also, I know, for for PC for sure, I think it's for Mac too. I use this software called Transcribe, which you can drop videos into it. You can drop MP3s into it, and you can mark it in all kinds of ways. So like like something that I do is like mark every uh, every bar, so I know I kind of get like a visual sense of where the beats are, the measures are to the music. And like he said, there is also this other website called and. Just, I mean, it's probably pretty obvious, but we're not sponsored by any of this. We're just like, this is what we use, but not yet. Not yet. So there is this other site called Sound Slice, which um, it's pretty popping. And a lot of new musicians that are like, like I'm thinking of like snarky puppy guys and, and things like that. They upload their, their music onto it. And some, a lot of it, like one of my favorite guitar players right now is like Mark Lettieri. He plays for snarky puppy. And whenever he drops a new album, dude, he puts like, he has either he or someone transcribes it for him. And he has, he has it uh, put on, on here, but it's like a really good way. Like if you want to share your transcriptions with like other people, you can do that using that that software and it, it's like a really cool community and sometimes you just want to double check your transcription so that's a cool way to go and find music on it and stuff like that but 
that's that would be as Dalton said step number two is like just playing it you got to figure out the fingering figure out the, the physicality of it and eventually just you have to memorize it like before you even start playing it fast or anything like that or really get it into your playing it's like that's you you're on step two you know you're, you're just like working out the physical kinks of it and yeah. number three Yes. You must play your transcription. Yeah, yeah. It's, number it is a part of the process. It it is it is that's it's very important. Number three, it's I have it as incorporating. You have to incorporate what you transcribe. Now here is where there is a little bit of controversy around this. Like, should you write it down? Some people are like, well, it's not really transcribing if you don't write it down, right? What do you and what are your thoughts on this one? Um. I, I think it's cool if you can write it down. And again, I feel like the people debating about this would be jazz people um, mm. where, where they're like, do you need to write your transcription down? Um, you can. Yeah. Um, like as far as like, you know, like having the notes and it's nice and you can like catalog it. And then if you go back in five years, you have it in paper. Um, I think for me, like I'm a very... Uh, muscle memory person for music and I remember things a lot better by just like I learn it and I continue to play it rather than like reading it not saying that I'm like not good at reading but uh I'd rather like hear it and have it in my bones and in my fingers and in my mind than go like oh let me go back to my my notes here so I would say for me I'm not a writer down of transcribing um sometimes especially like I'm trying to transcribe more flamenco and those guys shred super hard and I'm not necessarily going like note for note transcription um, and I'm going for like the shells of their harmonic ideas and all that good stuff so I think for me my version of writing things down is actually recording myself playing it mm. So that's that's another way that like I document it. It's not necessarily written down, but like I played it, I had it memorized. Then I made a video of myself playing it. So it's I would say it's like somewhere in between. I'm like, yeah, you can write it. Do you have to? Not necessarily, but you should at least do something to give yourself a a memory. So like you can't play it in like five years because if you don't make a video if you don't write it like are you going to remember that transcription from 10 years ago maybe not yeah that's a very good point and I, I think uh when i'm transcribing something or learning something i'm like i always have in mind because writing especially if i'm like writing rock so like transcribing rock solos and stuff like that i'm like man some of this is like really tricky to put on paper you know yeah, like, like the rhythms and the bends and all that stuff yeah and i'm like am i even gonna get it like 100 percent right and then it's like it's a lot of time like if you really want to write it down you really got to go into the paper and like make sure you get the rhythms right and everything is like makes sense uh visually and so and sometimes like halfway in there i'm like okay like what's the utility in here and like do i really need this like if i'm transcribing a solo for a student obviously i need to write it down you know because mm -hmm. they need they need to see it they need to reference something but if it's just for you, like you're learning it and it's complicated already, like think about the utility of like, do you really need to write it? You know, is it going to serve I feel like a purpose, you know, or is it just, you know, because you, I, I think you should stay away from it if you feel that you have to. That's that's the thing. You know, if you really want to, of course, go ahead. 
But if you if somebody told you like, oh, you got to, you know, you don't have to, you know, and I think Dalton's solution of like just recording it so you can kind of see yourself, you see yourself playing it does it does a trick more, you know, more than not. At least for me. Um, yeah, it works out. So no, I th- not saying I think it's for everyone, but yeah, no, I know. Well, and take it from me, like Dalton has like some really intricate pieces and like he doesn't write them out, but he records himself playing it because he's got a ton of those. And he's going to record them at some point. So he's got to remember what he did. And I instead talk of, to myself in my recordings. Yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> don't forget this part. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so we're playing this part and this is the verse. And we're I, I like talk through it. It's it's okay. You're teaching it to yourself those. essentially because for when you forget it. <laughs> yeah. Which I have done, by the way. I've forgotten things. I'm like, I don't remember playing this, but I like I, talk I myself through it and it right. comes back. So Right. Yeah, you'd be surprised what muscle memory, but you just have, you have to like kind of activate it. Um, mm-hmm. But that moving right into step three and diving in a little bit, it's incorporating what you transcribe. And personally, for me, my goal with transcribing, it's of course, I want to play the solo. Of course, I think it's cool or the melody or whatever it is, the, the chords. Of course, I want to I want to just play it. But for me, the bigger goal is like I want to take that. And these ideas that I like so much and that I'm taking the time to learn and incorporate them into my playing, mainly my improvisations or my my writing, you know, and I'll take like a chord voicing or, you know, a cool technique from from one of my play. like I, I to the day I remember um, transcribing like Black Sabbath solos. And like, just because I just love the way he played pentatonic scales. I'm like, dude, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, is this pull off thing right here? And to the day, I still like, that's one of my go to things because I think it's so damn cool, you know? Well, that's funny that you talk about that as being your thing. You're like, that's what I learned and I use that all the time because right now my thing is passing diminished chords, which is, mm. it's a, it's not a pentatonic scale. No. <laughs> it's, I much, don't know if, it's much different. Yeah, Both I don't know cool. if it's the opposite, cool. but yeah. It might, it might be. Yeah, and that's that's I think important. Like when you're thinking about like what should you transcribe, and and a teacher said this to me, like, dude, transcribe the music that you love, not the music that you think you should learn or that you think you should know. Transcribe what you really like, because, and yeah, I say again, I sound like a broken record. I say this to my students all the time, like there is a reason why you like that music so much, so you should learn it, so that you're doing the thing that you like so much, that you like listening to so much. You're not going to sound like the person that you're transcribing because that's impossible. There's only one of them. But that can give you ideas into your own sound, you know, like you can incorporate that. And that's Mm -hmm. my that's my goal when I when I'm transcribing. It's like, okay, how do I get that into my sound? And, you know, how do I make it my own? That's beautiful. And I, (laughs) you know, I don't even think I have anything to say after that. I'm like, this is that's a great thing to end on I, I don't know if you had anything else in mind no, sharing about transcribing but that was a little tear in my oh, eye no. like, wow <laughs> this is a great point to everybody who's like oh, i want to tra- try transcribing now i'm like go do it now yeah, yeah. we have given you uh, some some guidelines now, now it's very simple along. yeah very it's very very simple but obviously it all depends on on the on what you're ta- the material that you're tackling that's what's going to make it difficult and how good your ears are and stuff like that, you know? And they only get better by doing this more and more. Mm-hmm. And speaking of going on, I mean, you have to uh, go on with your new favorite music podcast, which is yes, this sir. one. 
which means you <laughs> smash and like the subscribe button. You share it with people. You write a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps it uh, trend when people are looking up music podcasts. And mm-hmm. we love everybody who is out there and supporting the pod. Yeah, help us spread the word. Help help us uh, get the podcast out and please share it with anybody that you think would get some value from the interviews and from these Teaching Tuesdays where obviously we're dropping bombs of knowledge every week. <laughs> so, you know, put put your friends on, put put those people on. So that's all we got. If you have any questions on this or anything else, you just want to say what's up or whatever. We're on social media. You can find all our links in the description and we'd love to hear from you. But other than that, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>